Hey, everybody. Here at Keep Talking Podcast, every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we have a health or fitness-related episode because I'm a personal trainer in my spare time, and I'm a total health and nutrition nerd, and I think it's very important for you to focus on your health and nutrition and fitness as well. Now, a lot of Keep Talking's audience is non-native English speaking, and the language in these episodes is often advanced English, but... I'll make sure that I speak clearly and concisely enough for all non-native speakers and, of course, native speakers to understand. All right. Enjoy the episode. All right. This Fitness Friday episode is one that I just kind of decided, you know what? I got to do this, even though I've done a lot of episodes that are similar enough, but I want to put this title out there. And it's going to be a title that some people are going to look at and and they might be like, what? That doesn't make sense. Some people might be somewhat offended by it, Uh, but I got to put it out there like this and hopefully a lot of people will listen. And what I'm going to try to do here is I'm going to try to put to explain this in very, very easy to understand terms. Sometimes I feel like myself and a lot of other, you know, fitness people, experts, experts, so to speak, we talk about things like this, and maybe it's just that we're not delivering the message in the right way, okay? So my goal here is to deliver this message in as easy to understand of a way as possible. Now, eat more meat to lose body fat, okay? It sounds strange. It sounds very contradictory to most people who might see that. I mean, eat more in general is going to mean you're going to gain more body fat, and we've, you know, meat has been demonized in certain ways by different groups of people for the last however many years, particularly red meat. Now, um, I think that it's been overblown. Without, okay, without even going into all of the details about what may or may not be controversial, why meat may or may not be good for our health or bad for our health, um, the only point I'll make about that is I think that if we eat any sort of food, but meats in particular, that is minimally processed, um, they're usually good for our health. Whole natural foods are usually good for our health. Okay. That could be meats, plants, anything. Okay. So when I talk about this, I'm referring to obviously as much as possible, uh, unprocessed meats. Okay. These are meats that when you look at the, if you get it at the grocery store, you look at the package and you see the only ingredient on there might be beef or chicken, you know, very minimal ingredients, you know, not not this packaged meat that's, you know, made with nitrates and nitrites and all this other stuff and, you know, extra preservatives and extra ingredients. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about just actual meat uh, that's, that's minimally processed, okay? I'm not talking about hot dogs and stuff that you get, you know, at the gas station and things like that. Um, now, why do I say this? Why why do I give people this advice? Because I give people this advice very frequently when I help people with their fitness is, hey, start eating more meat. Because that's the biggest thing that people come to me with. They come to me with, you know, they see me on Instagram. They see what I post on my personal Instagram. And it's, you know, uh, you know, I'll get, you know, one person or so per week or whatever will reach out specifically saying, hey, I need help losing weight. And first off, it's like, let's, let's first change that vocabulary. We need to be real about what we're trying to lose. We're trying to lose fat, okay? I know the word fat sounds bad to some people, but we all have a certain amount of fat on our body, okay? So um, we are trying to lose fat. We are not just trying to only lose weight. We specifically want that weight to be from fat because when we as humans lose weight, it can be fat or it can be muscle, okay? And we don't want to lose muscle. And that's going to be a part of this equation of why it's important to eat at least enough meat, uh, 
you know, or other sources of protein, but I'll get into that more in a minute, um, when we're trying to lose body fat, because if we're in a calorie deficit, okay, this is how we lose weight as human beings. Metabolism and calories are kind of complicated things, but in general, to be losing weight, we need to be consistently in a calorie deficit, meaning that we are eating less total calories than we are burning. Okay, through our basal metabolic rate and through our activities. We need to be in a calorie deficit. And the bigger calorie deficit, the more weight that we're going to lose. Now, like I said, that weight can come from fat or from muscle. And we're definitely not going to look better. We're not going to feel healthier if we're losing muscle. We want to preserve the muscle. Okay, so why do I say that it's important to eat probably more meat than you're eating right now in order to lose body fat? and hence at the same time preserve muscle. Well, a big part of this equation is, you know, all, all external factors aside, and there are little, lots of little factors that go into this, but, you know, losing weight, um, you know, lose, gaining and losing muscle and gaining and losing fat is mostly, you know, it's not all a calories in, calories out equation, but it, that has a big role in it, and it's also a lot about macronutrients, okay? Proteins, carbohydrates, and fats. These are the three types of nutrients that give our bodies calories, okay? And there's approximately four calories per gram. I feel like I'm going a little bit too um, into the details with this, but let's just do it. So there's approximately four calories per every gram of protein, four calories for every gram of carbohydrates, and nine calories for every gram of fat. Now that's, that's for a whole other episode. We don't need to get too nitpicky with that right now. The point is, our body, our body composition and the way it changes is mostly related to the types of exercise we do. So it's good to do some form of resistance training exercise to send a muscle building signal to build and preserve muscle. Um, but then it's related to what we eat and particularly the macronutrient content of what we eat. Okay, the proteins, fats, and carbs in what we eat. Now, meat, I'm sure most of you will be aware of all types, is a a high protein food. Now, if if I were to give you like the best, if I were to put you on like the best diet to be like as lean as possible, it's probably going to involve a lot of chicken. And I know that, see, it's probably weird for some of you who might come from, um, you know, Latino America, just the word meat. I feel like in the U.S., we tend to break it down into white meat and red meat. Um, and then, of course, you know, there's pork, there's fish, different things like that. But um, whereas in just in, in the Spanish language, uh, you know, you'll hear the word meat, it'll, it'll be translated to carne, right? And carne, for as far as I understand it, throughout most of the Spanish-speaking world, refers to red meat, carne de res, right? So, it, you know, we're just talking about red meats, the, you know, things that make, basically that comes from cows or other sources like that, okay? Now, there are other leaner things, um, you know, like deer, like elk, um, you know, whatever, but um, bison. Uh, but we're talking about meat that comes from cows for the most part when we talk about red meat, okay? And uh, I feel like Spanish speakers tend to differentiate between pollo and carne, okay, between chicken and meat. Now, here in the U.S., at least the way I grew up, chicken is considered meat, basically. It's, it's, it's meat. It's white meat, okay? Um, and so just to kind of differentiate between the two, between white meat, and white meat and red meat, I think that it's a good idea for anyone who's looking to burn body fat to eat either or both white meat or red meat. Now, white meat, chicken... They both are going to have about the same amount of protein. Like if you were to take, say, 
eight ounces. You know, it's just a fairly good serving size. Eight ounces of chicken versus eight ounces of steak, let's say. They're both probably going to have about the same amount of protein, probably have like 40 grams of protein, okay? Roughly, it depends. Um, but now the steak is going to have more total calories because it has more, uh, it has a bit more fat in it, okay? Red meat in general has more fat, so it's going to have more, more fat, more total calories. Um, so, I mean, technically, like if you go on like a super bodybuilding diet, they're going to tell you to eat things that are very high protein, no fat, no carbs a lot of times. Things like chicken, people will put like egg whites in there as well. And they'll also say like whey protein, you know, a, a pure whey protein isolate powder. Um, these are the things that have like pure protein and no fats or carbohydrates, okay? Chicken probably being the main, you know, type of meat, white meat that will give you that. Um, now, yeah, if you want it like as absolutely lean as possible, you know, that's great. It's a boring diet to eat. But I actually recommend uh, for people that are trying to burn fat and, and preserve muscle, lots of red meat as well. Uh, just because, yes, it does have more fat in it than, you know, white meat, than chicken or like turkey or, you know, egg whites or, or whey protein. But still, if you look at in, even in, um, in red meat, if you look at the amount of protein that you're getting per total calories, it's still almost like as high as basically any, you know, it's higher than every other food out there. Like all the plant sources of protein, you know, you'll hear about beans and legumes and different types of, you know, nuts, almonds, things like that, that people will talk about. They'll talk about the types of vegetables, I don't know, tofu, whatever else is out there. The plant sources of, um, of protein and the, just the amount of protein that you're getting when you eat any type of meat, red meat or white meat, compared to those plant sources is much higher per total quantity of food. The protein per total calories is much higher. Because if you take like beans, for example, beans, they have protein, but they also have a lot of carbohydrates as well. So it's very hard to eat enough beans to get enough sufficient protein to maintain muscle while also not eating that many total calories. Does that make sense? All of these plant sources of protein if you eat enough protein to preserve the muscle mass that you need, you're automatically eating more extra calories, okay, compared to if you were to just eat meat or something like egg whites, which I don't really recommend. I would actually just recommend whole eggs over egg whites. Yes, the whole eggs have fat in them, but they have tons of vitamins. Um, you know, the, the egg yolk is like a multivitamin, honestly. Um, but... And, and, and this, when I talk about the difference in, you know, the, the quantity of protein per unit or per calorie in meats versus in plant-based sources. I'm not even talking about the quality because a lot of people will make that argument as well, that animal-based proteins are better quality proteins because they have uh, the you know all of the essential amino acids in one. They also, uh, I mean, they have a lot of other nutrients as well, whether it's you know iron and creatine. Um, anyway, we don't need to get into all of that. I'm literally just talking about the quantity of protein Per total calories, which is a very, very important thing, okay? When you're trying to burn body fat um, and preserve muscle, because keep in mind, guys, we need to, we want to preserve muscle. This is important for how we look and for our health. We do not want to be losing muscle when we're losing weight. We want to at least preserve the muscle. In an ideal world, you'd even be gaining muscle if you were working out the right way, eating right, and, you know, building muscle and burning fat at the same time. But that, that, that's really tough. It's really tough. Usually it's a process of, you know, burning fat, maintaining muscle. And then when you want to bulk up, you know, then you can, uh, you know, start 
putting on muscle once you up your calories a little bit and hopefully not really add any fat or vice versa. But the point is, it's typically for most of us when we're trying to burn some fat. And believe me, I go through these phases too because I kind of do bulk and cut sometimes. You know, and I notice like, okay, this is what you do. When we want to preserve muscle and burn some fat, if I want to lose five to 10 pounds of body fat over the course of a month or two, what I do is I go into a cut. I'll cut my calories, 500 calories or so per day. I'm eating even more of these things I'm talking about, like chicken or red meat, um, making sure I'm getting enough protein and not that many total calories. The key here is to get enough protein and not that many total calories, okay? The other key thing, and this is just psychological and behavior-wise, is that proteins are safe. Meats of all types are very satiating, okay? Which means that if you eat, if like if you put your focus on getting enough protein, particularly from animal sources, from meats, you're going to get full quicker in general, okay? And it's very difficult then to have the appetite to eat a whole bunch of crap. Like the reason we usually end up eating a bunch of junk food is just because we... You know, we, when we live in this world where there's so many, like, you know, fast carbohydrates available, we don't get full on those very quickly. Also, a lot of times, this all this processed food will trick our taste buds into thinking that we're still hungry, even though we're actually not. But the point is, when you eat good quality sources of animal protein, mainly the meats that I'm talking about, chicken, ground beef, and I, we, I put everything in this category, too. I'm, when I say meat, I'm talking about everything. I'm talking about chicken. I'm talking about steak, hamburgers, red meat. I mean, hamburgers depends on what else goes with it. But you get it. The meat that's in the hamburgers, okay? I'm talking about pork as well. I'm talking about lamb, uh, venison, deer meat, elk. I'm talking about bison. I'm talking about fish, all types of fish and seafood, okay? Some are better than others. I mean, uh, you know, there's a lot of seafood out there that uh, just depends on the way it's cooked. I mean, anything fried we know is not very good, right? Um, But the point is, any minimally processed Uh, any types of these meats that are cooked in a good way are going to be very useful to you to get enough protein and not overeat on a bunch of calories that often end up being empty calories from carbohydrates, okay? Now, for me personally, I mean, I even eat a pretty good amount of like, you know, things that are just considered like fats, like like cheeses. I actually like to eat a lot of raw cheese nowadays. Um, I, I mean, I eat a lot of saturated fats, and I could probably do a whole other episode. I may have done some in the past where I've talked about how saturated fats have kind of been demonized over however many years. I think that at this point, most of the evidence is seeming to point to the fact that actually like refined carbohydrates, sugars, processed stuff like that is more of the reason it is a bigger danger for giving us, you know, heart attack and stroke and causing the plaque buildup in our arteries than actually eating foods with a lot of saturated fat. Um, cholesterol, uh, you know, LDL, low-density lipoproteins, I mean, it's, it's a very complicated topic. I've studied it a lot. I've done some experimenting on myself. Um, I was high LDL at one point. It's back down now, but it's a very complicated topic. Cholesterol is a complicated topic. Um, but anyway, I'm one of the belief at this point that saturated fats are not really something that um, we should be too worried about for our health as long as we're getting them from good quality sources. The bigger problem, I think, is these refined sugars and all the processed foods that we're eating, these added sugars, these seed oils, things like that. Now, probably should have done this at the beginning, you know, medical disclaimer, I'm not a medical doctor, but I do study this stuff a lot. I can't give you specific advice on, you know, eat this to lower your cholesterol, whatever, but... Um, 
Yeah. Um, and I think, like I said, I didn't go into this episode with any sort of like a script or any particularly like research that I wanted to point to. It's just based on my personal experience with what has worked for me when I need to, you know, with the times that I'm trying to burn a bit of fat um, and with the people that I work with personally, everyone is looking for the same thing. Everyone is looking for the same thing. It's, you know, how can I, how can I lose weight? Well, the key thing is we want to make sure we're losing fat and not losing muscle. Okay. And People often look at it, they go into it and say, you know what, oh, I guess I need to cut this out, cut this out, cut this out of my diet, and it's usually cutting out stuff that's considered like junk, blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, but that's a tough attitude to take sometimes. It's easier if you actually take an attitude of, you know what, no, I need to do more of this. I need to do this as opposed to I need to not do this, right? Because anytime we say I need to not do something, well, then it's like it, it just becomes harder. Let's change the mindset and let's say, no, I need to do this. So what I need you to do is I need you to focus and say, hey, I'm going to eat more meat to start my meals. That way I don't have the cravings for all the junk food. I fill up faster on the meat. I don't crave as many of the empty calories. I'm getting a higher total of protein per total calories consumed, okay? I was talking to a guy the other day and he asked, you know, he said, I assume that like to lose weight, I just need to eat more greens and more vegetables and more salads. Now, salads are one, I don't even really eat salads very often. Like a lot of people just put a bunch of junk in their salads. It's like, it's like lettuce and then like a pile of croutons and some sort of dressings with all the seed oils you can imagine. But um, I mean, yeah, greens, okay, like, you know, broccoli, whatever, stuff like that. It's, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, I think it's a good food for most people to eat. Um, you know, the gut microbiome is a complex thing. But long story short, I think green vegetables are healthy for a lot of us at a lot of different times. But it's not necessarily like the way to approach weight loss. Sure, if you were to like replace all of the the cookies that you eat with broccoli, yeah, you're probably going to lose fat. But the problem is it's it's going to be a that's going to be like a tough habit to do because ultimately the broccoli is not that likely to fill you up and you're also going to just hate yourself, you know. Um and, and really when we talk about like vegetables, greens, things like that, we're talking more about the micronutrients there. These are the vitamins and minerals, things like that that are good for our health, okay? Now, when we're talking about weight loss, like yes, there is an element, you know, fat loss, muscle gain, things like that. When we're talking about body composition, there is an element of you know, all these other things in it. But for the most part, the thing we should be focused on is the macronutrients, okay? The proteins, carbohydrates, and fats, like I talked about, which, you know, add up to total calories. Um, so I hope that I hope that makes sense, really. And, and because I think that I find, for me at least, the easiest way to communicate this to people, and often like the easiest first step for people that I can tell them is, okay, you know, yeah, I know it's going to be tough to make changes in this area of your life, tough to make changes in this area of your life. We can't change your, your daily habits that much. You know, you might not have that much time to work out. You might have a tough sleep schedule. You might be busy with kids and everything. So it's tough to change a lot of things. But if we say, hey, let's substitute what you're eating right now. Let's change out, you know, I don't know, that bagel for, um, you know, a, a chicken breast or a, you know, a steak or, or even something like eggs, you know, like what you eat for breakfast in the morning, instead of like a bagel and fruit have, uh, you know, like just like three eggs, right? Three eggs, some cheese with it. Literally. I mean, I know it sounds like a fatty meal, but like it's probably less total calories than your, your bagel and your fruit and you're getting much more protein out of it. So it's easier to maintain muscle and to burn fat. 
on that, if that makes sense. And it's going to fill you up more throughout the day. You've heard this before, right? Get protein earlier in the day. It's going to help keep you full throughout the day. Now, for people who are vegetarians, vegans, um, vegetarian, vegetarians is not too bad. I mean, like I was vegetarian for about six months. I didn't experiment. I didn't really love it. But I mean, it's easy enough to get enough protein if you're going to allow yourself to have dairy products, you know, whether it's um, milk, eggs, Greek yogurt. Now, for vegans, it's tough. I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. This This is... You know, I, oh God, I don't even know. I feel like it would take like 10 minutes to even start talking about this. Um, yeah, I think maybe what I'll do is I'll just leave a few people pissed off at the end of this because, like, this ultimately that's not what this episode is about. This episode is not designed to help people who are vegans if they need to, to burn body fat. I could do a different one on that at some point. But, um, I'll, like I'll just put my honest opinion. If if you do veganism for you know moral ethical reasons, you know whether it's environmental or you know you're you just don't like the way animals might be killed cruelly in certain ways, which is a whole other difficult topic, by the way. Um, it's a lot of gray area there, a lot of nuance. But um, but if you do veganism for moral or ethical reasons, you know I support that. If you do it for health reasons, I, I don't think it's a good idea. I really don't, just because I think there's. Um, too many nutrient deficiencies that you're likely to set yourself up for uh, with a vegan diet. Uh, and, and, you know, um, we could talk more about that. But, um, yeah, so that in a nutshell is why I recommend eating more meat to burn body fat because you're going to be getting naturally more total protein in your diet, enough protein to preserve muscle and not lose muscle, and probably actually less total calories overall when you focus on eating meat as one of your primary food sources. Okay. All right. Well, that's all I got for today. We'll see if this one gets some controversial reviews. All right. Love y'all. Talk again soon. Peace. Thank you for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Let's all make health and fitness a part of our